Hey everyone, welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Join us as Trevor, Daryl, Jordan, and Kyle bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. This week, our episode is titled Real Time Shit Show. Uh, some of the best games that, you know, playing with your buddies growing up and, and online and some people's like first uh, first encounters with online gaming was actually real time strategy games. Uh, we all have that one friend at the time, or at least I did, that was, you know, that godly at the games. And then there's other ones that would, you know, build you gigantic fortresses of towers just to piss everyone off. Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> uh, join us this week as we break down some of the most iconic iconic i mean archons <laughs> are in starcraft yeah. iconic rts titles um and what we'd love to see in resurgence and look back at some of the things that have actually spawned from from some of those rts games um so first of all guys i i just have to tell you you must construct additional pylons <laughs> oh god my okay. life for ire. <laughs> I couldn't help work. it. Archons and uh, you know, dark archons. Hey man, uh, yeah, fucking Templars. Yeah, oh man, that's my jam. I can still hear like the Templar sword mm-hmm. sound effect. Mm-hmm. Just like that bzz, bzz, every time they swung, and you get like this like horde of Templars after dudes. Man. Oh, just great. I love that game. Uh, so obviously, um, some of the most iconic. Uh, RTS games that we've encountered uh, I I feel like calling them like the big three because we have we have Warcraft which you know is lore wise is huge uh, Starcraft also another Blizzard classic mm-hmm. and then you know the great Wololo of uh, Age of Empires um, <laughs> yeah so what, what did you guys start off on so my my first experience into PC gaming in general really um, was with RTS games and they were, they were slow enough that for a younger kid, it was kind of easier to learn and pick up, but they were technical and, and very, uh, you know, very hard to master. And so that's kind of what hooked me as, as a kid was you could play over and over and over and your strategy could change every single time. Uh, every match and every round was totally different, which I really enjoyed. Um, I first got into it with the original Warcraft. Um, I, I think at the time, my family, it was really the only game that we had. Um, and uh, so like Warcraft 2 and 3 are, are like burned into my brain. Um, but uh, my absolute favorite I've got a little bit of a soft spot um, for is uh, is StarCraft, the original. Um, when, yeah, that, that that was the very first game for me. Um, I was I was mowing people's grass, shoveling snow. I was saving all the money that I possibly could because at the time, um, Future Shop, also <laughs> also hashtag Future Shop. Um, 
They are still alive. No, 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 they're not not. anymore. I wish they were. Um, But uh, at the time, they had the StarCraft um, battle chest. And uh, the battle chest, it cost $100. And it came with with StarCraft 1, StarCraft Brood War. And then it came with massive... um, like strategy guide books. Oh, sick. Deep, deep reading. Deep yeah, reading, yeah. For, for both the, uh, that and the expansion. And it was all bundled into like this cool ass looking box. And, you know, when you're like a, a 10 or 11 years old or however old I was, I thought that was the coolest shit ever. So walking into future, future shop with my hard earned money from the summer, slapping that on the, on the counter to get my uh, battle chest. Um, yeah, I, I put so many hours into that game. Um, I, I'll say it right now and I, it might differ from it from everybody else, but I still think the Starcraft series is the best RTS series out there. Are you, are you guys ready to feel old as shit though? No, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Original Warcraft release date 1994. Oh god! Oh, Warcraft that was 2, like Warcraft 95. one though. Warcraft one though was like pretty minimal. It was not good. Two. No, it wasn't. Yeah, great. It but was. It was not good. I do remember that. Like the second one was was ninety five. I loved um, the second one. Oh man, the second and, one was oh, good. I remember we used to go to like a day home that was like close to us, and they had a couple older kids in the house, and they had Warcraft two on their PC upstairs, and they would connect to friends via like phone internet. Oh, the oh, good old dial-up, dial-up, oh, baby, dial-up, and yeah. organize to play to play games online. That's <laughs> freaking wild. Even just to think back to that awful, horrid sound. Yeah, uh, and then <laughs> StarCraft, nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, really, ninety-eight. And when was Brood War? Uh, shortly after, I think I'm um, 98 as well. It was so oh, Starcraft, the original well, Starcraft sense, was re- released March 31st, 98, and Brood War was released December 18th of the same year. Oh, and that's interesting. which is crazy turnaround considering. Well, considering like, nowadays you would never see an expansion of that size come out that early. No, like no, that, unless just they just didn't have it, unless they didn't yeah. have it finished, maybe. Possibly, I remember yeah. getting Brood Wars. I think it was StarCraft and Brood Wars. I could be mistaken, but we yep. had that too. But I had it as a burned copy from yeah. a friend. Okay. You still nice. I was about to say. Like, <laughs> so do you guys also remember when you didn't have to have the, the code on the back or like inside the, the box CD to put key. it in? Yeah, the CD so key. Like, yeah. You could just rip a copy of your friend's game. Because uh-huh. I was like, I definitely did not have the money to own Warcraft 2 or StarCraft, but I yeah. definitely had burned copies of them. That, that's I, exactly how we got StarCraft. I'm pretty yep. sure that's how I got Warcraft 2, to yep. be honest. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I kind of, I know Trevor's uh, entry into into rts because we lived in the same household um but we're we're gonna save that story for a bit later um because it's fucking hilarious yep um we might have have we talked about it before on the pod i think i brought it up like really early episodes but we didn't really go into length about it 
no, we'll, 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 we'll come back to that, but we'll circle back. Yeah. Um, ugh, too much online <laughs> stuff. Daryl. So my original RTS was Warcraft two. Um, and that was, uh, like, again, I had a burned copy of this, uh, blizzard don't come after me. It was out of my control. Uh, but <laughs> I was just a kid. I was a kid. I didn't know. Uh, and life is a nightmare. Yeah, I don't think I played Warcraft 2 until I was 11, though. So, like, it was it was already pretty established uh, out there. And I didn't touch it, but <laughs> I also had the world's worst computer. So uh, when my computer, like, got its first virus and started to, like, really slow down and couldn't, like, manage anything, my friend's dad was who I went to to go and ask, like, how to fix it. And he was, like, started off really normal. He was like, okay, let's let's turn it on listen for the sound of the startup. And what you're going to do next is you're going to tie the cord around, uh, you're going to plug it in. You're going to tie it around the, the, the modem and the, the screen. And I was like, what? And then he's like, and then you're going to go out on the boat and you're going to throw it overboard because all it's good for is an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I thought that was super funny, but, uh, <laughs> well, your parents probably didn't. Cause they're like, Oh fuck, we need a new computer. Yeah. They, yeah. They weren't thrilled. Um, but a game that really hooked me, I don't know if you guys have ever played this, um, but there was a, it was kind of a really small franchise RTS and the game is called Heroes. No, um, no, can't say I heard, heard of that one. That. It's, it's kind of like uh, Warcraft mixed with like a, like almost like a miniature chessboard. You have to build up your town and, and your armies or whatever, and you have to go out on the map and move your character uh, and this was like Heroes Three, I believe. I played. I played it at my friend's house all the time, and I was like hooked. You could be like all kinds of different factions, but it had the same kind of allure. Except when you went to go into a battle, uh, your units could only move a certain amount of spaces. So it kind of was like uh, like an old Final Fantasy, where you your battle would give you to it, get you to another screen, and you would kind of enact what was going on. Uh, in there but then you know your units are moving around on the map and and your main character is moving around it was a it was a cool game i I liked it as a lot as a kid Um, but yeah warcraft 2 was was my first taste and then heroes uh was another really cool game at that time but lots of them had that kind of feel on the pc yeah i i really liked the uh the rts games i know I know the RTS genre has changed a whole bunch in in the last you know ten fifteen years, but um, I still like the classic RTS of collecting resources, having to establish a base, maybe branch out into a couple other outposts on the map, uh, and then you're basically just building the largest possible army possible uh, to then just steamroll over everybody else. Like a, it was such a cool concept. It was like basically like forging an army in an unknown land at an exponential speed. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was awesome. Uh, like I remember in the original StarCraft, I think the uh, I, I think the character cap was two fifty, and uh, and battle cruisers I think accounted for like three or four uh units per ship and oh so God. i do you remember their giant laser that they could yeah, do? <laughs> yeah so i i just remembered making an entire fleet of battle cruisers 
It's like the you just back then it was like seeing you know Star Wars like the uh, the space fight scenes, just these massive ships flying through, and uh, it was always it, fucking cool as hell. I do have a question for you, Jordan. Yeah, with what are your thoughts on a couple things? I guess well, StarCraft Two. Mm-hmm. So the release, because as I know many of us kind of play this, I would say the story side of the game yeah, combined with online, the release of Starcraft 2 being broken out into like 8 million parts, (laughs) as well as the extreme focus on um, like professional gaming. Well, I, I, I think, you know, I think that's just the natural progression of, of gaming, uh, especially for, the PC side, it's like, you know, our RTS games have never really translated well to console. Um, I, I, I know the original Starcraft was ported over to the N64 and like, that was just a hot mess. That controller does not work with RTS games. Um, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean the, the, so with Starcraft two, so they did, each each race in that game essentially got its own standalone item uh, title. So they started off with the Terran uh, race that was the Wings of Liberty, um, and then it was uh, the Zerg faction. I think a year or a year like and a, year a half a later. later, yeah. Yep. And then the the Protoss uh, capped off the the single player story. Um, but I think that I think that expansion came out a lot later than people were hoping. Um, so that was kind of annoying. But uh, the the campaign for each race was really long. And uh, they even they even incorporated like side missions um, into Starcraft 2. So there were uh, there were optional things that you could do like, uh, like I remember with the Zerg as an example, if you did this side mission, you would get a different mutation for the Hydralisks or for the Zerglings. Um, and it would completely change how the character moved or what its attack type was. But if you didn't want to do that optional mission, you didn't have to. Um, so it added a lot of replayability that the original didn't have. Um so I th- so I think I was okay that they had split it out that way because there was enough content there to tide you over. Um, from the competitive side, like I've never played RTS games as like an esport thing, so they're nuts. The like, yeah, play that those are Korean so impressive, insane. Yes, yeah. So like, that like a like hundred key keybinds or a hundred something keybinds per minute was like the minimum. Yeah, like, like just to, nuts. Like to me, that's just a that's just like a stroke waiting to happen. And <laughs> I I don't play games for that reason. So sorry, do you not play Warzone? I well, I do, but I I feel <laughs> I feel like I'm good enough at Warzone that I'm not going to have a stroke playing that game. Speak Whereas, for yourself. Uh, Starcraft is like hand cramps and carpal tunnel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trevor's yeah. latest album. Hand you have to have carpal tunnel vision to be good at that game. <laughs> <laughs> You're just staring at your wrists because they hurt so much. Yeah. <sighs> um, the uh, one of the games, uh, kind of a newer series, 
um, is uh, is Company of Heroes. I don't know if you guys ever played that one. No. Um, but uh, Company of Heroes was a game that I got into after a long hiatus of RTS games. And uh, they changed. This is kind of what I meant where the RTS genre is starting to change a bit. Rather than building a base and, you know, collecting resources and all this stuff, you would essentially be traveling across this massive map and you would come across, it was based in World War II, so you would come across like a, um, you know, an, an abandoned village and the, the homes would have like resource crates that you would pick up. Okay. Um, and then you could use those resources to call in like paratroopers or call in reinforcements and they would bring in like a squadron of of soldiers um you know so it it was their it was their attempt to try and speed up the gameplay a little bit um but i i I still like you know call me old school but i still like the i still like the old gameplay of like you know i've got my drones that they're only there to collect resources and i have to protect them at all costs hey jordan Yo, you're old school. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So this this actually kind of transitions perfectly to one of the earliest RTS games that I played. Um, I don't know if Trevor remembers this or not, but I was like really big into World War II stuff for a while. There was a World War II game called Panzer Generals. Oh yeah. Um, do you remember this? It was like a hex based map, like you know, hexagon tile type stuff. And you could command a bunch of different forces and command like tanks and planes and artillery and stuff. It was really, really cool. Cause it was like outside the, the standard like blizzard RTS kind of deal, but it was still like very, very in depth with what you had to do with it. Um, I, I, it was, it was one of those ones that like, I can see it and see myself playing it in my mind's eye, like way, way, way back. I think it came out in like 1994. Um, but I specifically remember loading it onto our computer because it could actually run it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that note, I want to talk about Warcraft three. Yeah, sir. All right. So Warcraft three, uh, this one was, was one of those ones where, you know, I too, in the summer of 2002, went to Future Shop with my own money and bought Warcraft 3. Brag about it, why don't Big you? Big spender. <laughs> I, I get home, you know, throw the, the DVD in the drive of the computer and start to load it and then get this error message that it needs more RAM, which at the time. <laughs> oh, it was, a mem- it was a memory error. Yeah, it was a straight up memory error. We're like, what what is happening? So we call her mom. Um, I didn't know I needed a Dodge truck to play this game. <laughs> Mini panic attack. Yeah, so we're like, oh yep. shit, what happened? Um, to to give you an idea of where our computer was at at the time, uh, the iPod that I'd gotten as a gift um, had about second gen second second gen second gen iPod twenty ish specific twenty ish gigs of space. Yep. I'm pretty sure our computer had 18 gigs of usable ma- usable storage total. Total. Yep, um, so so obviously mom was was not happy about this, and it, it turned like a 
oh shit, I don't even know how much it cost at the time. It was like a hundred. I think she said it was like a hundred and twenty-five bucks for the <laughs> hundred. It was okay. So my computer right now has thirty-two gigs of RAM. She paid one hundred and twenty-five bucks for a stick of one hundred and twenty-eight megabytes of RAM. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it. I was just like they had no free USBs with more. With yeah, stuff on it than that. <laughs> Uh, so so she ended up having to go and buy this RAM because we bought in this game that was not usable. Um, but but Warcraft 3 for me, um, I spent a shitload of time on Warcraft 3. But not like like I played through the main like story campaign and it was great and everything. But I, I, like, I wasn't interested in just playing like random matches against the computer. The whole like the, the custom map and like game builder – was uh, such a cool feature ability that they had on that was insane and some of the by far the best feature absolutely yeah. and some of the like so many games in our era now have Warcraft 3 to thank for creating this whole other niche genre like MOBAs so like the shit what does it stand for um multi, it's like the multi-lane game so games like Dota and League of Legends and Heroes of the Storm from Blizzard, in fact. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. All those games owe it to Warcraft 3 and some of these independent creators that created the original Dota or even like tower defense games. Yeah. Like I, love, all, I love tower all defense. All these mobile games now like owe it to Warcraft 3 because some of these creators were so creative with some of their maps that they were creating. Tower defense games were wild. You had like blackjack tower defense where you could like combine like roll like cards and combine them into different towers um oh shit there was like uh it was winter something do you remember like the like the lane based ones where oh, you're surviving oh, as yeah. you're talking about you yeah. know like winter yeah. something and it would and you're you're trying to survive the longest in the waves yes up, you know upgrade all oh, your towers what was that called um oh it's gonna kill me um, I'll come back to it because it's gonna come to me like at like one in the morning while I'm sleeping, and I'm gonna have to like. <laughs> write it down. We can insert a sound bite over top. Yeah, perfect. We'll edit it in post. Yeah. <laughs> um. But again, like Warcraft Three and that custom map maker, the amount of games and stuff that spawned from that are insane. I I really do think that um the original Warcraft Three and Frozen Throne the 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 expansion for it um, were so incredibly influential on games as a whole today. And no kidding. Well, even looking at the story, like they, cause they introduced like the whole hero mm-hmm. concept, yeah, right? So you dope. had these specialty heroes, which essentially Artists. all became Kel'thas. Let's go. And they all became huge aspects when they've evolved it into wow. Yeah. Like, and that that's absolutely their, they whole, did, yeah. their whole lore started probably a, a little bit in Warcraft two, but definitely Warcraft three. And like, it's incredible how much that game, like you're saying, right. Just took off. Yeah. Well, and a ton of influence uh, in, in the entire yeah. genre for sure. Wow. Warcraft three is some of like... my favorite group time memories. Like, Oh so yeah. Yeah. The preface at the beginning of the show, when Kyle was talking about, somebody just builds a shitload of towers and does nothing because I was so inspired of playing these tower defense games on, on Warcraft three's <laughs> created thing. Uh, anytime I got together and had land parties. Yes. Those were a thing. Uh, 
with my my one buddy had sick computers at his house, and so but like my buddy Kurt and my buddy Brett are very good at these games, and they're the best guys I knew that played WoW too. Like they were incredible at the game, um, but they so they were good, and I was like I could survive, but they dusted me all the time. So I basically just played enough to annoy the shit out of them with whatever I was doing. <laughs> That's very on brand for you, by the way. <laughs> yep. So what did I do when they were building and amassing armies and creating towns all over the map? I made one central hub and built as many goddamn towers as I possibly could with my workers <laughs> and made it so that anyone trying to come and scout my, my town was shot out of the air immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's how I. That's how I played the game. And I, I laughed every yeah. single time because they would just. Be, I could hear them screaming from other parts of the house. It's the, it's the John oh, Cena yeah. approach. <laughs> you can't <Yeah>. see me. <laughs> but I lost every time, regardless. It didn't matter. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had fun though, which is what matters the most, right? <laughs> Yeah. Exactly the uh, yeah, I mean, you got to give Blizzard full kudos for that because they incorporated those custom modes and and uh, mechanics into all of their stuff. Like it was the same thing in uh, in StarCraft. Um, I, I remember playing tower defense like you guys. Um, I, I even remember playing like Dragon Ball Z RPGs that oh guys my God. had made. I remember all of those. <laughs> yeah, like like it was the, oh. it was the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people could make whatever the hell they wanted. I even remember it uh, uh, for a while there. Um, I was even playing like Yu-Gi-Oh deck building games, so you could you could get different characters that were different cards from the from the show. Like, okay. the sorry, sorry to interrupt. Well. It, it just oh, it ahead. just came to me. It just came to me. Uh-oh. All right, what is it? Winter Mall. Wow. Winter Vault yeah. Tower Defense. Nice. And there were so many iterations of it and changes and like you'd be waiting for that new update. You know, either either you're you know, when you like enter the the lobby before the game starts and you've got like you know, a bunch of people's like, Oh, I'm I'm downloading it. It's like, did somebody change this and you know change it to the point of wrecking the game by making one tower super overpowered? Or is this like a new update to it? I remember having like 20 different versions of the same stupid ass map. (laughs) And you had to download it each time and wait for like the one dude with like Cochrane Internet to to download it. And it took forever until you could actually start the game. That's amazing. For reference, if anyone doesn't know what Cochrane is, it's a small town and they've got shit internet. Yeah, their internet is shit. (laughs) Just straight booty internet. (laughs) Um. Now, Kyle, Kyle, what did you think of Warcraft Three Reforged? I honestly, like, I was, I was a little skeptical of it, just, just by how, how for good reason, how things <laughs> shook out. You don't but say. I, I waited on that, and I'm so glad I did because the reviews, at, to to quote Jordan, were straight booty, um, and I, yeah. I didn't want to like throw a bunch of money into something that I was gonna hate. And, you know, ruin all my fond memories of that series and that title. Uh, so I left it. I, I didn't touch it. Just like um, just like the Gunslinger movie. Um, you know, one of the most uh, one of my most beloved uh, book series. Didn't watch the movie. Didn't want to ruin it. So look what they did to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trevor, we, I think we kind of skipped over you because. I mean, some of yeah, my I got to hear this story. 
Yeah. So my memories are our memories. Well, ours is sort of shared. Yeah. So, so there's obviously the Warcraft three De- terrible debacle. memory debacle. Um, I've kind of got two. So the first one being, I think the other classic from this era, if you just wanted to play against the computer and really just like have a good time was age of empires. Yeah. Classic, uh, which I didn't, I forgot about. They are making a new one and it comes out this year. Oh my God. Do you think? Do you think um, it's gonna have still have the same cheat codes where you could spawn uh, Shelby? Like, was it Shelby Cobras? It's like a Mustang or something <laughs> that would just like shoot bullets at people. I think it's a missed. That? I, totally I think it's a missed that. opportunity if it's not in the game. Yeah, <laughs> they've got to have a few. I mean, that was the. It was probably one of the best parts of RTS. Was once you beat it, and if you wanted to play through and just like mess around, it was like there was always a good list of cheat codes. Yeah. Oh yeah, easily findable on um, the internet. Yeah, yeah. I would say though the other game that is by far the best time sink where you're like oh just one more just one more and then you, you're look up and the sun's coming up and it's five oh, i know this one already civilization oh my god oh yeah yeah fuck <laughs> i mean how how often how often does virtual gandhi threaten you with a nuke <laughs> <laughs> oh man let's be serious there's there's only some things you can get out of video yeah games. there's the first time for everything yeah that that series yeah. is so iconic i yeah. uh, it is and i mean they they keep making them and they keep kind of building off of what they're doing and they're they're fantastic games yeah they're really good yeah i i oh i should look at my steam and see what my hours played are <laughs> give me one second i'll be right back yeah. Yeah, Civilization is a ton of fun. Uh, they even did a spinoff. Uh, it was like Civilization Beyond Earth or something where they try to do like a space. Uh, a I space tried that one. one. Yeah. It, it wasn't as good. It didn't It didn't hold up the same. I appreciated um, that they tried something different, though. Oh, for sure. And right? yeah, I also I also had this weird glitch where it was like it was right around the time uh, Windows 8 was updating to Windows 10. And it mm-hmm. wouldn't, Woof. it wouldn't play on Windows 10. Uh, nice. So I buy this fucking God game, damn it, Microsoft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Buy this goddamn game, and it doesn't work at all. I was like, thanks, guys. You just need more RAM. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of the, RAM. it's kind of the shitty thing with PC gaming in general. Is there's no guarantee that when you buy a game your current rig is going to run that game the way it's supposed to. I had the same to. problem with Conan the Barbarian MMO that I was yeah. trying yep. to play, and it just was like, okay, well, I guess this nope. is too powerful for my computer. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I think the, the nice thing now, though, is I think that that's much more, it's much more relevant. I mean, like when we were growing up, I mean, up until like 2010, unless you were really, really into gaming and like building computers and stuff, like unless aside from like storage you're like i don't know what the fuck's in that box yeah, yeah. right you know, the old the, the classic old like gray or beige box yeah that did magical things like you don't know what was in there yeah. so i think i think now it's obviously gotten a lot better and then with steam they kind of give you the the rundown yeah i think i think a lot of game developers in general are a lot more open uh, before the game even releases, like, okay, if you want to run this at ultra holy fuck you settings, <laughs> this is what you need to have inside of your computer. It's like, you need oh, to God. sell your firstborn for a new graphics card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I looked it up. I only have 50 hours on Civ 5, but it felt a lot longer. 
That's like rookie. That's rookie numbers there. Yeah, I, I don't think that's right. Yeah, a, well, for some <laughs> of a new computer, habits, that's quite significant. <laughs> my my current. This was like pre kids though. Yeah, that's what like, I know. Wow. I, yeah. I I know for a fact <laughs> that it's it's at least two hundred. I think I lost some time shifting between accounts and stuff. We, we don't want to figure out what your WoW hours played are. Oh God! Right? No. I wonder if I can check that too. Nope. Don't even bother. <laughs> you don't want to know? I don't want to know. <laughs> if we told Daryl his hours played, we wouldn't see him for like a week because he went off on a vision quest no. to figure out what he was doing do with, with his life. life. Yeah. Just staring into puddles and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just a bunch of existential thought patterns. And just, yeah. Oh my God. What have I Who done? am I? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Thrall? <laughs> <laughs> my life for Nezul. Yeah. Oh my god. Overall, though, I, th- I think we'd all agree. I think, looking back, I would say the best one by far was Warcraft Three. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think there's. I think they better. they captured all of the the versions of other games, and then just the yeah, like I was saying, the the complete Wild West shit show that was custom custom game modes on warcraft 3 mm-hmm. now two franchises that that we haven't mentioned that i think we do need to mention um command and conquer oh yes i was gonna um, say we totally forgot about that one yeah uh like command and conquer red alert 2 i i think is still probably one of the best ones in that series um they they did a, a really really good job just like taking taking rts and kind of flipping it on its head and taking the military genre and doing like an alternate reality type thing with the story um at the time it was pretty revolutionary like you remember the uh the old school need for speed cut scenes that had real life actors in them but yes but with a fit yep. that they did the same thing with command and conquer cutscenes back in the day. So it was like this computerized background, but then you had these uh, live action people acting out scenes. And uh, in the early two thousands, that was like the, I was like the bee's knees watching that stuff. Oh man. That totally doesn't hold up now though. Oh, it looks awful. Yeah, absolutely. Shut awful. your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd be failing at, at my job here if I didn't mention this one. I know in the RTS community, this is a game that they've been asking for a remake forever. Um, but I think there's a ton of licensing issues involved and you'll probably never see it again. Um, but Lord of the Rings, the battle for Middle Earth 2. Oh, buddy. Oh. So they made an RTS game of that. Yeah, dude. So the battle for middle earth two came out in 2006. I played the absolute shit out of this game and it was, it felt similar to Warcraft, but it had enough differences that it really felt unique in its own right. And uh, it took the similar kind of mechanics where like you could choose a hero from the movies. So you could have, you know, Legolas or, you know, uh, Aragon or whoever with you. 
And uh, that game kind of, yeah, again, I think there's some weird licensing things that happen to that. Um, but like that game disappeared. You can't buy it on Steam. Like it just doesn't exist. So unless you have a physical copy of that game, you can't play it. It was all really? a lie, man. The <laughs> game never existed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was EA who, uh, dev- who was the publisher for that game. Um, and I think they probably just ran out of the, they ran out their licensing agreement for it and they can no longer sell it. That's too bad. But p- people, people have been That's asking for a remake for over a decade for that. And I would, I would pay all the monies to, to replay that game because it was so good. Just that good. No, that good. I, I have a poll for the group. Oh, Trevor's whipping out his poll. Uh oh, push up them glasses. So like looking at the graphics and kind of the style of Command and Conquer and and same. There's a couple games that kind of fit into that style of pixelated graphics. Would a game matching the style, such as Roller Coaster Tycoon, be considered an RTS game? <laughs> I okay so. I had thought Whoa. about this too because I was like, "Well, like it's Sim City and Roller Coaster Tycoon and and Train Tycoon and all like all those games. Like, what are those technically considered? Um, because they have so many similar facets to like building up. I th- I think they're considered more of like Sims. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one because. Yeah, I think that falls more into like the Sims I, sort I think, of like creative yeah. manager category. So like, you know, you've got like Farm Simulator 2015 and, uh, you know, Trucking Simulator and SimCity and that sort of thing. I think like SimCity and that stuff. SimCity. Yeah, like that stuff is cool. But I'm, I'm with you like that. Roller Coaster Tycoon is all, is pretty close though because like there's a lot of the like you have to you have to accrue customers and you have to like look after certain entertainers and stuff in some of the other versions and, and stuff. And so it's like that that one is that one has like on, a bit of a bridge. Yeah, it's on, it's on the fence. I think for the most part though, the RTS kind of sticks more to like combat yeah type games yeah like strategic movement of, of troops and that sort of thing i feel like yeah. we, we've probably skipped like a huge chunk of them but i mean again we're gonna talk about what we know um yeah yeah i mean we same i thought jordan was gonna bring up like warhammer like there's another huge uh really? franchise that oh, we completely yeah. forgot about there's, oh, there's that so we much. haven't even talked about the like the right now the biggest one is League of Legends. Like that game is super relevant in the gaming community. So yeah, the, and that that falls more into that like MOBA category. Yeah, um, the but birth of I, it is from our RTS like yeah <laughs> from the roots. And there's there's like like Europa and like all these other like historical battle games where you can control legions of troops and maneuver them and that sort of thing but again like i've i have not touched those series at all um largely because it just doesn't have the same feel as some of the other like rts games kind of like jordan was saying you know we want you know i i really like that you know drones collect the resources use those resources to build troops and buildings and then crush everyone (laughs) (laughs) There's no okay. diplomacy option in Civ Five for me. It's okay, nukes no. or nothing. Real question: Would you buy 
a Warcraft 4. Oh. RTS game. Like, new story, add-on. I don't know what they would do in terms of, like, a continuity of WoW, but if they came up with one. Sign me I, up. I would probably get it no matter what, but as long as it was less competitive focus than StarCraft was. Mm-hmm. I would play it for story and custom maps. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Jordan? <laughs> I'm kidding. He's pooping. <laughs> <laughs> We're 100% leaving that in there. Uh, <laughs> um, I think we touched base on it as many as we could for, for our experiences, especially like throwing it back to the early RTS stuff because there's just there's so much and there's a lot to, to sort of satisfy a lot of different interests whether you're looking at like fantasy combat or you know realistic war simulators or that sort of thing um and i think that appeals to a lot of people i know like a lot of us we got our starts there with gaming especially like on the pc side of things because you couldn't really run like an rts game on some of those older consoles right no you could barely run one on them now (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, true. you 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 physically could run it, but the controls would just be terrible. I I remember playing like Civilization on the PS3. I think it was they had like a like a weird sort of arcadey ad- adaptation of one of the Civilization games. No, it wasn't great, but it, it was there, and that it actually got job. me into the rest of the Civ games. Um, but overall, I think. I think as far as our um, our experiences in uh, in RTS, you know, real time shit shows, uh, <laughs> which could be described as our podcast at this point, um, I think it's wrong. safe to say that it's good enough. Back to work, 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 work. Okie dokie. Yes, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, write us or comment or email about anything about from our episodes or anything you would like us to discuss in the future. Any and all feedback is generally appreciated. We also appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming, nerdy, and, you know, just plain geek stuff. Uh, please subscribe to Good Enough Gaming Podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We release episodes every Wednesday, so mark that in your calendar. See you next week. <laughs>